This podcast contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. For details on specific content warnings, please refer to our show notes. Welcome to Rolling Misadventures, where a group of podcasters take time away from their respective shows to sit down and play Fiasco. From Life World, I am your host, Derek. I have a mouthful of uh, peanut butter M&Ms, but I'm Charles, and I do talk and roll. I'm Megan. I don't have food in my mouth because I'm a fucking professional, and I do Ono Licklass. That's debatable. That's debatable <laughs> that you have food in your mouth. <laughs> and... Uh, this is Paris, also empty mouths from the Terrible Book Club. <laughs> Hearts full, mouths empty, can't lose. <laughs> it's my favorite episode of Friday Night Lights. <laughs> All right, and oh, this time around, we are God. doing the second half of our story arc in the playset Animal Royalty that was written by Charles Kelly and the rest of the crew from Rolling Misadventures. That's us. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> creating content. For your pleasure. <laughs> Don't look over here. Oh, God, avert your eyes. Avert your eyes. Avert your eyes. Uh, who wants to do the recap for Act 1? Um, I'm, I've am i traditionally been terrible at recaps. Me but, too. Uh, I guess I didn't talk a lot in the first one, so I can try. Okay. We had the sideshow gone wrong in the mall where a child was bitten, and then... Skeets and uh, Tony Tornado abscond with all their snakes and are escaping from the police. They are being pursued by Buck, the uh, not yet sheriff, uh, police officer, and his sister Angela. Uh, the snake van T-bones Angela, but then Skeets and Tony take her into the snake van. They ride off into the sunset five years later. Sun rises over Monty's Pythons, the newly named uh, renamed business for Tony Tornado and Skeets, uh, since obviously they had to change their identity slightly, you know, with the whole murdering slash stealing a cop, maybe. Um, and an entire cop. Having a, an entire cop. And having a black mamba bite a child in a mall. Um, so, uh, Angela, believing she is a gold <laughs> named Spurtal, and uh, that is just who she has become now. So it kind of works for Skeets and and uh, Tony Tornado, aka Monty, having her shovel snake shit and you know have her none the wiser. And then Buck sees a flyer for Monty's Python's new show and comes sniffing around because anytime he sees anything about snakes, he goes and investigates, knowing that Angela was probably killed. He, I, I think that he thinks Angela is dead, um, even though her body was never recovered from the scene. So he's. He goes and hunts hunts down this, this Monty's Python show, shows up, tries to ask some questions, um, and even though he has turned away due to a lack of a warrant, uh, Monty Tony Tornado knows something is up, and he and Skeets um, need to do something quickly to escape or try to, I don't know, try to get away with this more somehow. Meanwhile, Svartal, believing she is a Goa'uld, has been 
uh, saving all of the snakes that were to be murdered because they were no longer of any use, and she's been storing them in a yacht in the woods, uh, very well cared for, but the yacht is stuffed to the gills. And she's hoping to use them to turn, uh, to make more people into Jaffa, uh, I guess. And <laughs> so... <laughs> and to, I don't know, bring them back to their home planet of, like, P90X or whatever it is. I always forget. It's like... <laughs> so, like, nobody else knows this is happening. Um, and... But obviously people have, uh, like, uh, Monty, Tony, Tornado has started to become skeptical. Uh, Suspicious because he's noticed that there are fewer and fewer snakes around. Uh, even even more, there are even more gone than he remembers condemning to death. So he's a little confused about that. And that's everything, right? Can I can I say that this is like actually a lot more coherent of a story than it normally <laughs> is, even though it's very buck wild. It makes a lot more sense than a lot of our other plot lines. And Derek, you're welcome. <laughs> oh wow, you're so welcome. gracious. You're so this is gracious. I, I wouldn't go that far. So gracious. <laughs> this is this is what happens when we get to write our own story. Oh, it my makes God. a lot is... more sense, relatively speaking. I would like to state that in nowhere in this playset was there any, ever a message of Stargate. <laughs> All right, so with all of that out of the way, we have rolled our tilts. Uh, we have innocence. Somebody is not so innocent after all. And guilt. Greed leads to killing. So with all that being said, does anyone have a scene they'd like to start Act 2 with? I do. Thank God. This is this is after after the fornication in Snake Cage 4. Um, <laughs> Forget about Snake Cage Four. I think uh, Skeets and and Tony are like holding each other, and it's this very like very like beautiful scene of them just like rubbing each other's chests, and it's like Game of Thrones because they're siblings who are fucking, but we're cousins, so it's a little bit better, right? We were only supposed to be French kissing cousins. We made it so much worse. We only fucked for like a minute and a half. This is less than the normal average. We're very efficient. <laughs> So, uh, so Skeets and Tony are kind of like laying with each other, just like holding each other. They've got a couple minutes, uh, before, uh, before the big show, right? The, before their performance and everything like that. And, uh, Skeets is definitely the big spoon. Skeets is the jetpack in the situation. I think, I think Skeets is, is just cradling you lovingly. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so Skeets is holding Tony, just very, it's very, like, loving, uh, embrace with snakes everywhere. And, uh, Tony looks, uh, looks back over at Skeets and says, ah, well, that was, that was some of the best, uh, scared sex that I've ever had. How about, how about for you, uh, how about for you there, uh, Skeets? Have you been more scared having sex in your entire life? Because I am frightened by the possibilities of the future. Yeah, I'd have to say that was the top three terrified sexual encounters in my life, at least. So, uh, I think we're both in agreement. We do have to kill that uh, Jaffa, uh, a friend of ours. We should probably kill both the cops. 
And maybe we should move a little bit further than one town over. I think that's a good idea that we kill both cops. Um, we feed we feed them to the snakes, and this time we move three towns over. I think that's good. I think that's great. That's that's enough space between us, the cops, and I mean we're gonna still be around the snakes like we currently are in this, this sexual position with a lot of snakes around. So I don't really want to move further away from the snakes, but uh, do need to move further away from the cops. All right. Well, we got the show coming in a couple minutes, baby. So let's let's get that done first, and then let's murder some police officers. Let's do it. Yeah. High five. That was two high fives. I guess we were just really into it. Yeah. All right. So I kind of want to fast forward for Buck. Like later that night, he came back to the circus, and he is now trudging through the woods in. Basically pitch black darkness except for his flashlight. And as he is going through the woods, he's sweeping the flashlight back and forth and it comes across the yacht. What the fuck is going on out here? And he shines his light and he sees just all of the cages of snakes. Your flashlight flashes upon your the form of your sister. A- A- Angela. I am the one known as Fertal. Who are you, human? Angela, you don't you don't remember me. It's it's your brother Buck. Lift your shirt. What? Prove to me that you carry one of my brothers. And Buck, very confused, just like unbuttons and pulls his like his undershirt up. Ah, then we are not brothers then. You do not carry a symbiote. Uh, Angela, what the hell is going on here? Why do you refer to me as Angela? I am Svartal. He pulls out his phone and types in, like, something about symbiote, Svartal. Snake? Stargate? Do you know the location of the nearest one? If we can find the nearest Stargate, we can be free of this world. I I think I got that Stargate back in my my cruiser. If you just want to come along, we can venture out of this world that we're uh, stuck in right here. Excellent. Can your cruiser hold the yacht? As he's saying this, he's like shutting his flashlight down and sees the grave being dug. Oh, I had to dispose of yet another human that was unworthy of becoming a Jafar. Okay, uh, uh, Svirtle, what does that even mean? The Jafar hosts Fargoa'ud selves. It is where we incubate our young. And he shines his flashlight down, and I imagine he sees a body just writhing with snakes over it. Angela, what the? Did you kill this man? I did not kill him. He died because he was weak. Uh, okay, okay. Oh, oh shit. Okay, definitely can't uh, radio back up on this one. Uh, all right. You know what? I'll, I'll tell you what, Spurtle. Uh, let's head back to the cruiser. Uh, you can explain all about this uh, Jafar, some whatever Aladdin bullshit you got going on, and we'll, we'll, we'll take care of this, okay? There won't be any trouble. I will only go with you if you can take the young ones in the yacht to the Stargate. Can you pick out a couple of your favorites? We can transport them in smaller badges. I suppose I could, if that is the most practical way. I will come back for the rest of you, young ones. I guess I got a radio flyer and it's like piled with some snake terrariums. And just... right, so they head back to the cruiser. So I'm thinking a really quick scene uh, between Tony, Tornado, and Skeets where we realize that uh, 
Svirtle. I keep wanting to say Squirtle. Uh, is missing. Yeah, it's funny. It is funnier when you all mispronounce it like that. <laughs> it's like so much better. Yeah. Uh, that the, the she's missing. And then also uh, a bunch of snakes are missing and we start kind of putting two and two together. So, oh, Tony. Yeah, big dick. I can't. I... <laughs> oh, oh, you. Oh, you. That's my pet name for you. Oh, uh, I can't. I can't find Fertile anywhere. What? And um, yeah, no, I, I've been I've been all up and down the the compound, and she is nowhere to be found. And, and I got I got some more uh, upset news than that. I can't find like half the snakes. I'm I'm talking like Josephine and and Cardinal Fragile and I can't think of names. Jesus Christ. Normally, I'm better at this. Yeah, uh, you know what? When it when it comes to Jesus Christ, I know I'm better than this. You know, I haven't seen them around for a, for a hot minute. I know, and they're one of they're one of my favorite snakes. Have you checked the poop shed? Of course, of course, I checked the poop shed. God. And I, actually, you know what I noticed when I checked the poop shed? One of the shovels is missing. We have thirteen shovels. And if you're saying that one of those shovels is missing, that's gonna fuck up the entire poop sheds. The whole feel of that room. There is a very specific layout for that room, and it takes 13 shovels for that entire poop shed to make sure that we're we're uh, we're keeping it looking as nice as possible. But baby, I love you, but I, I think you're missing the forest for the trees here. <laughs> um, I think that cop known taking a bunch of snakes and one of the shovels for whatever godforsaken reason it has has absconded. Fucking book. No, the no, the cop, the cop that we. The cop that we already had. Jesus Christ, sometimes, you know, you're sexy as hell, but sometimes you're really dumb. Hey, um, you know, earlier, earlier in the day, you know, I noticed our, uh, our ghouled friend, uh, coming out of the woods there. Maybe we should go check out the woods, see kind of what's going on there. Yeah, let's go to the woods and, um, let's bring the guns. Uh, how, how big are you thinking? Because we got, like... We've got like human killer, multiple human killer, group of human killers, and then we've got like elephant uh, guns, which are the size of elephants. Well, I mean, those, th- I guess those aren't particularly practical, so let's bring like the group of human killers. We are, you know, we, we are going to the woods at night to go kill multiple cops, so, you know, let's go, let's go get them, and let's go get our snakes back. So we're walking through the woods. The woods are very thick, like very thick wood. But we come out to this like open range and there's that that yacht in the middle of nowhere, which makes no sense because these woods are very thick. There should be no reason why there's a yacht here. And Tony goes, yeah, this shouldn't exist in this space. Like this this entire space does not fit a yacht. These these woods are, are far too thick to accommodate a yacht. Did you buy this yacht? You know, I know we got enough money for a yacht, but how? How? I would have, I would have remembered buying a yacht, much less putting it in the middle of the woods. Yeah, I don't remember buying a yacht, but uh, I guess it's kind of where we're at. I believe we have effectively lampshaded the yacht. Hey, hey, uh, hey! Quick question: What sound does a yacht make? I, I don't rightly know, but I'm pretty sure it don't hiss. I don't think that's the sound that a the yacht makes on a, on a regular basis. There. Oh, hey. Holy shit! This this yacht is just stuffed to the brim with snakes. 
I see, I see Gerald. I see Grenadine. I see, uh, I see Fisher Price over there. I see, I see all of our snake buds. See, this is what I've been talking about. They've been going missing for like weeks now, and they're they've been going to a yacht. There's Craig. There's there's Lowe's, and there's there's Lowry and Stephen. Do you think she's been bringing the snakes out here to this yacht? Have you been bringing the snakes out to this yacht? All right, the footprints lead away from the yacht. It, it, we, it's time to stop thinking about the, the inconceivability of this yacht situation and, and stay on track, which was murder. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We, we, did, we got one half, which was getting our snakes back. The second half was murder. Stay focused. Yeah, we need to murder some cops. Right. All right, let's go. And they run off after the footprints. <laughs> and they come up to Buck leading Angela, who is pulling a radio flyer wagon full of snakes. All right, Angela, let's uh, get your friends there loaded up in the back and we can head back to uh, the, that Stargate you're looking for. Excellent. Yeah, you right there, Mr. Uh, or Miss... I don't know what what you're uh, what what you consider yourself right now, but you, Mister Snake Belly person. I believe you got our property right there, and Skeets hefts up the the gun. Yeah, and I I think that you don't have a warrant like I asked you to have. He pulls out a bigger gun. I love when you pull out a bigger gun. Yeah, you like my bigger gun. I do like your bigger gun. And then they kiss. Buck pulls his sidearm. You drop those weapons right now. All I see is you on our property with our snakes, with one of our valued employees. Now, now, Svertle, you come back, you done come back here with with them snakes, darling. We got a, we got another show tomorrow. What are you doing messing around with this police officer and filling a yacht with snakes? Where did you get a yacht? I'm sorry, I know we're all holding guns at each other. It's a very tense situation, but I really need to know where you got a yacht from. Did you, did you build it yourself? I'm really confused about this yacht situation. I'm just in the weeds with this yacht. Be not concerned about the yacht or its origins. I am concerned. I'm concerned about both. I think I very quickly shove Buck into the back of the car, slam the door, and then get in the driver's seat and drive. Direct me to the gate. We must get there before they find others and follow us. Yeah, you just uh, head down 35 there, but that, that communicator right next to you will be able to uh, warn your your, ja- your Jafar brothers and sisters to come help us. Yes, great idea. Summon them. Uh, I, I can't really do that. There's a screen up from the back seat. Uh, car 34, this is dispatch. The time has come. We found the gate. Summon the rest. Uh, car, car 34. Uh, Sheriff Humphrey, uh, is that you? It is Svertal of the Gwauld. Yeah, yeah, Svertal just, uh, put that, put that communicator up against the pane over here. As you wish. Yeah, dispatch, this is, uh, Sheriff Humphrey. We got a problem out here, uh, some kidnapping and, uh, illegal snake hoarding in a, in a yacht and some dead bodies out at, uh, at Monty's Pythons, so... Recovered a, uh... Sheriff, Sheriff, are you the one who's being kidnapped? You know, I'm just practicing safe driving, using a hands-free device. 
All right, well, we'll, we'll send out, okay, we'll, we'll send out the backup your way. You said it was at Monty's Python? It's at Monty's Python's. Uh, we're heading back to the station so we can uh, help out this kidnapped uh, 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 person. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll definitely need uh, someone to keep watch out there because I have a feeling they're going to be chasing after us. Um, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll send backup out immediately and uh, we'll, we'll have your back up. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Smirtle, did we have to dump the snakes out of the cages back here? It's getting a little uncomfortable. Embrace your newfound brethren. All right, so while you guys are kind of driving off, uh, uh, Tony and Skeets have made their way back to the camp, and they have what's a really obnoxious vehicle that we could be driving? Well, are we not driving the snake van? Oh, yeah. Let's get back in the snake van. It's like kind of more like tankish at this point. It's like very like, like yes. ominous and like it like even the, the front, the the uh, the uh, lights on the front kind of look like snake eyes a little bit. Yeah, that they're like slits, which makes them terrible headlights. Yeah, that's, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. And you get like the uh, the front ram that's over the grill. That's just two snake fangs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's let's uh, let's go do this, babe. Punch it, honey. I will fuck you so great when we get those cops killed. I love it when you say things like that. It doesn't make me remotely uncomfortable. <laughs> I know. Everyone involved is super okay with this. <laughs> and so they're just hammering down the road, and Skeets is leaning out the uh, side window with the gun, still trying to take, like, pot shots at the back of the cop car. But then they see, like, one of the snakes, like, pop up in, like, the back window. <gasps> oh, Tony! Yeah. Tony, our baby, our babies is in there. Oh no! They took uh, some of our. They took our snakes hostage. Oh no! Which snakes? I I can't tell. It's it, it's it's dark. I just see the outline, but uh, it looks like Sterling, maybe, and also possibly Jude and and John Lennon. <laughs> they got John Lennon. It looks like it might be John Lennon. We need to we need to get these motherfuckers. Can't, I'm, try, I'm gonna try to aim for the tires, but I'm, I'm scared to shoot the car if they got the snakes in them. Here, watch this, and he like <sighs> he like twists the wheel into like like driving into the the other car. And so with that, we'll take a quick break to roll our aftermath and be right back. Hey, folks! It's your host Eric with a quick intermission. First up, a huge thank you to our lovely, beautiful, wonderful, and fuzzy Patreon supporters. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to make any assumptions there. Uh, but thank you to our Patreon supporters, Ben, Harper, Kate, Atari Windrider, Sarah, and Smoked Toast. Thank you folks so much for supporting what we do by helping us pay for our website and our sound libraries and music libraries and all the things that go into making this show. It is greatly appreciated. And if anyone else would also like to help us out monetarily, please make sure to visit patreon.com slash rollingmisadventures, where for as little as $1 a month, you also get a shout out, or for a few bucks more, you get bonus content like creator chats, 
setups for some of our story arcs, as well as stickers and just a whole bunch of other stuff as well. Again, that's patreon.com slash rolling misadventures. But the best way that you could help us out is by just spreading the word, telling your friends about the show, posting the episodes on social media, as well as leaving us reviews on places like Podchaser or whatever app you're using to listen to us. All of that really does help spread the word and get our show to some new listeners. That organic reach helps us out in the best way. And honestly, we couldn't do it without you guys. But with all of that being said, I don't really have a whole lot of news for this episode, except for one really big piece of news, and that is that we are releasing our Animal Royalty playset. I will have a link down in the show notes because as of recording this, we're still putting the finishing touches on it, but it is absolutely free to check out. Like I said, it'll have a link down in the show notes if you want to check out the playset that goes along with this, or if you want to play it yourself. Totally free. We're going to try to get it linked to everywhere that we can, so that way people can share in the craziness that we have created. Uh, but with all of that being said, I don't have a whole lot else for you, so let's go ahead, hop in a quick promo for a friend of the show, and we'll get right back to that story. Hello everyone and welcome to Monster Hour, an actual play podcast about going to school, arguing with your parents, and ruining your favorite outfit while hunting horrible monsters. Narrative driven and crisply edited with painfully relatable characters. Monster Hour follows unlikely heroes JR. Super suspicious. That's sort of my deal. Constance. I may be a bit of a know-it-all, but I might actually know it all. And Alvin. I'm monstrous. As they unravel the sinister mysteries of a strange Colorado town. If you're a fan of Stranger Things, Buffy, or the Adventure Zone Amnesty, you'll love Monster Hour. Tune in for new episodes every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back. We have rolled our aftermaths. Buck Humphrey got a three black of harsh. Uh, Monty Python, aka Tony Tornado, got a one black of horrible. Skeets Van Shout got an 11 white, which was not too shabby. And Svirtal Groot got a one black horrible. So, the scene starts exactly where we left it off, where Tony Tornado tries to ram the police car. And in them, them Duke boys are in trouble again. <laughs> so, as he, I, I don't think he realizes that he is not wearing his seatbelt until it's like rammed into the vehicle. It's that moment that he is projected out of the front of the vehicle. Like, I think there's that slow motion scene where I look back at Skeets as I'm flying through the windshield. And it's just like slow motion scene. And then I just like... Claire DeLude is playing. Yep, exactly. And then uh, immediately, like, it cuts to like fast motion again. And he like lands and breaks his neck. And immediately, immediately is dead. And the fact that he tried to pit the police cruiser, it slides towards the ditch, ends up rolling a little bit into the field. Uh, Buck is like... He's all beat up. He's pushing the snakes off of him. Kind of kicks the door open. Hey, Angela, are you okay? Crawls up to the front door and opens it. I am ascending. And he looks down and just sees snakes. Angela is covered in snakes that are all biting on because they were freaked out at the roll. No, no, spiritual. Angela, don't, don't leave me. I can't lose you again. Save. 
the young ones. Do, do not, do not let down the queen. And I think the scene fades out as the backup that they called is finally arriving. You see the lights coming. And so we come in an indeterminate amount of time later, maybe like a year later or so, three towns over, and you see in another like shitty trailer park-esque zoo, uh, standing up on a stage in front of like a giant open sea world looking aquarium kind of thing is Skeets with a, a megaphone in front of a crowd. Come on and come on to see the one of the greatest, a pretty good show on earth. Step right up to the Tony Tornado Memorial Aquatic Pomeranian Extravaganza. I really need people to know that 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 we rolled, then that was random. We didn't pick it. It wasn't thematic. That was the dice. <laughs> yep. Nope. We rolled on that uh, twist table in the playset that you can check down in the show notes. We will have a link to it for you to pick it up and uh, maybe throw a couple bucks at whatever charity we've decided that this will benefit. Love is a dog <laughs> with a water cannon. <laughs> I don't. I don't know where to go from that. So. Um, if you, if you enjoyed what we do here and you want to check out other episodes, feel free to visit rollingmisadventures.com where we have links to all of those. we got some fan art up there now as well, so you definitely want to go check that out. Or if you want to check out some other wonderful shows, make sure to visit noco.fm, the network that is so wonderful to have hosted us. <laughs> all right, so folks, let's get out of here before Charles abuses the fact that he's on camera. Bye. Bye, all. See you next time. Bye. <laughs> Also realizing that my shirt has snakes on it. <laughs> it was it was fucking divine intervention. It was meant to yep. be. It's meant to be. I'll play the snakes. I don't know that we need the snakes to be played, Charles. But thank you, Megan. You're playing. You're you're playing the the. You're, you're on the other end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, the dispatcher, okay, yeah. Uh, hello, is it dispatch? You don't have to cup your hands. I can edit it. <laughs> Fuck you. It feels, feels right. <laughs> it's very important to be specific in these matters. Yeah, about the entirety of those two cops being dead. Yes. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> I can't look at your stupid goddamn face and act at the same time. I love you, too. <laughs> and see. Oh, wow. Wow. Amazing. Sorry, Derek. <laughs>